Welcome, 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 welcome to the Sports Business Podcast. I am your host, Eric Compton, a.k.a. Mr. Town Business, and I got another great guest today on the Sports Business Podcast, um, and I will introduce him in a couple of seconds. Before we do that, we definitely got to take care of some admin work, so um, this podcast is available on all platforms, so Anchor, Google, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, we're there, we spell our podcast a little different that's s-p-o-r-t-z b-i-z n-e-s-s you can also email the show that's s-p-o-r-t-z b-i-z n-e-s-s at gmail.com and without further ado man i've known this dude man probably for like a good over 10 years for sure um i've had the uh, the honor he was he was actually my non-commissioned officer when i was in the army um, at my second line unit, I believe. So I got to my line unit. Him and I actually deployed to Iraq together. Um, and he's actually a fellow veteran. Um, and man, this dude is one of my closest friends. I'm not even gonna lie. So he he actually comes out here a couple of times to the Vegas area, and you know he he he's super busy with what he does. So anytime he's able to take the time out to hit up little old me, I definitely appreciate it. So um, this guy was my non commissioned officer. We went on we went on a couple of missions together and you know luckily thanks to him I, I was able to come back with 10 fingers and 10 toes because I sure did do some some crazy stuff out there um but we're not gonna get into that but um I got I got a very great guest my boy Monty Davis I mean I still call him Sergeant Davis to this day so to the listeners out there I'm still gonna call him Sergeant Davis on the show because that's Sergeant Davis um my man is from St. Petersburg aka Tampa Bay he as well was in the military army for 15 years. He also went on two different deployments. Um, he was a tanker as well as a truck driver. And he is a proud father of three boys. And he is a, he has his own brand, Double Time Fitness. And we are going to talk about that right now because this man is doing big things with his Double Time Fitness branding. So um, I wanted to give him the limelight. I wanted him to put, I, I asked him to come on the show. So, like, you know, I appreciate it. And I just wanted to give him his roses because he's doing good things. And, and fitness is just as important as talking about sports. And I'm definitely going to hand it over to Sergeant Davis. And we're going to chop it up. And we're going to talk about some sports. We're going to talk about his brand. We're going to talk about how you can get in contact with him because he's got a whole plethora of outstanding things that he's doing. So, Sergeant Davis, what's popping, man? No, oh, man. What's going on with you, man? Oh, man. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I, ain't think, I don't think I ever had a welcome like that before. Hey man, you know we try to gas people up when they come onto the house, bro. You know you know how we do. Oh, it's all good, <laughs> man. I like what you're doing too, man. It's it's very inspiring. Um, since meeting you when we were deployed, it's just been like so many fine moments. I I can just remember stuff we we can just smile about that people yeah yeah on the outside were like these fools crazy, but. I know one story, and I'm just gonna say it, and ain't nobody, nobody's gonna know but you and me. And I'm just gonna say it, and they're gonna be like, "What is wrong with these two people?" <laughs> blueberries, 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 That's all I got. blueberries. <laughs> it's a cold word that just makes everything <laughs> better, regardless of what's going on. It's a facts, bro. Facts. So, 
hey, like I said, I can't thank you enough for bringing me back home safely. So, I mean, when I say this dude is family, this man is family. So, I, I can't thank you enough. So, what's up, man? Let's talk about Double Time Fitness, man. So, I know you got out the military. Yeah. Um, and and when you, you come out here all the time. So, I remember one time I, I swooped you up in the gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was actually, my last duty station was in uh, California, Fort Irwin, the, the box. Yeah. Oh, so. Vegas is yeah. two hours away from there, so um, you know our other battle buddy, uh, Harv, was out there. So mm-hmm. I, I, when I got stationed out there my last time, I shoot every other weekend if I could do it, I could do it. I was there. Yeah, fact. So yeah. Yeah. go ahead with the workout. I mean, you know, like with the Army PT, that was one of the things that I fell in love with because mm-hmm. I, I, I hate to say the old Army when I joined in '01. You know, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you ran. And Fridays was the day that you showed out. You came and you mm-hmm. sung. And you, it was everybody had fun, no matter what color or race. You just was in there having mm-hmm. a good time. So double time. You knew Friday. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. You knew you knew on Fridays, just, just have the motivation. Even if it's false motivation, just bring it. And mm-hmm. the way that we started it was double time march and i just mm-hmm. always always loved that so i incorporated it in my brain once uh i got out the military double time fitness and uh it's really for us it's, it's really when somebody hears it it's one of those army um military jargons that it yes, just, yeah, yeah, it yeah. brings you to it and it has a it has this other uh different name n- meaning to it as well big facts big facts so you know, with double time fitness, like, are you into more? I know, right? I mean, this dude, I mean, Sergeant Davis is strong as an ox, ladies and gentlemen. Like, this dude's probably by far one of the biggest dudes I've met in my life. Like, this dude ain't, he ain't no joke. So, I know what, you know, I think you, you know, like you said, Fridays, you better have your cadence. If you was an NCO, not commissioned officer, you better have at least one or two cadences ready. And for me, <laughs> I wasn't the best runner. So, little old me, I was I was trying to be the first one out there to see my two kids. I knew I was gonna fall out, so I tried to get my couple of get in, get in, and get out. <laughs> so I tried to get my couple yeah. of cadences in because I knew I was gonna fall out. So I sit there and try to set the pace, but I'm not gonna. I, that's all I got for you, man. Sergeant Conner ain't got about one couple of cadences for you. We gonna keep pushing. But it, so. it was just a, <laughs> it was it was we'd get the worst person that that couldn't run and put them out front, and we would have enough time for everybody to yeah. Because it's I think the mili- a lot of people don't understand about the military. We're running and singing mm-hmm. at yeah. the same time. It's it's cats that got out there that can sing like church church him we, like we got yeah fun. yeah Ooh, and that just stuck with me and that, that's what that's why a lot of the the double time fitness stuck with me because it, it separating from the military is almost like a, a funeral or divorce or deployment because you're separating from something that you've done for a while and i like i said i did it for 15 years yeah and uh go ahead i'm sorry it just it, it keeps it keeps me going. I, I I still get up in the morning at four thirty, and I'm in the gym, not because I got something to do. It's just my body is so natural to do that. So when you getting up every day at four thirty in the morning, are you doing more of like competitive lifting these days, or are you just kind of focusing on like certain different aspects for beginner weightlifting, intermediate? Like what's your what's your target audience that you try to get in with double time fitness? 
to me it's more more bodybuilding mm-hmm. bigger muscle bigger targeting the pacific body i do chest days i do legs i separate everything i document everything i record everything so when mm-hmm. i go to train somebody i have the results for me a lot of people can tell you how to do something but they can't show you how to do it so that's why i do youtube videos of different workouts uh and it just gives people a different view because a lot of times we would hear how to do something but you never saw it now i like to put visuals with everything i do not only that you know when you see you you all not only are you walking the walk but you also talking or talking to talk and one of the things that kind of peeped me and I even hit you up sometimes for advice um, is your meal prepping. I think I think one of the things that, you know, with Double Time Fitness is when you're posting your your content, not only are you posting the workouts it is, but you out here literally giving people free game on meal prepping. Like you got the scale out, you out here showing people what to do as far as what kind of, what type of protein um, down to the brown rice, you, you measuring out your, your veggies, all that good stuff. So, you know, you want to talk a little bit about that as well? It's, it's all about changing growth. I mean, a lot of our um, the best foods from from my gen, my grandmas and big moms and it tastes so good, but you just knew it, it would be bad. It just in all the movies you see the big moms dying out, soul food and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So people don't understand with the MRE, it's a it's an acquired taste, but at certain times that's all you got. Yeah. So yeah. eating the same stuff, you would you would get the certain MRE. If the hamburger came out, you would know exactly what's in that package. You would know the Skittles in this one. The yeah. da, 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 da. So right. it's it's almost like they're training, like you train yourself to eat the same thing for five days or six days, the same, and it it alleviates so much other stuff you got to think about. It frees you mm-hmm. from oh I'm hungry or oh, what I'm gonna eat now. A lot of people say they can't eat the same thing, but add a little hot sauce or add, a, add some barbecue. It don't necessarily got to be bland. bland. Right, 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 right. But just making a plan. And I, and, and uh, just the training with the military, you always have a plan. Before you go to sleep, you need to know where your PT shoes, add all this stuff at, because if you wait to the morning, you're going to be late. Yeah, yeah. You got to have a backup plan to the backup plan. So, um, yeah, I'm, I've always admired you as far as your meal prep because I actually, I don't even know if I told you this, but, you know, I, I think a couple of months ago, right around Thanksgiving, I came down with a, with a condition and it, it, I had to change my whole diet. And I mean, I didn't have the, the worst diet in the whole entire world, but I didn't have the best diet in the entire world. But it was definitely, for me, a huge wake up call. Like it was like, okay. I be seeing them I be seeing them <laughs> them, them food pictures on Instagram. You, be, you ain't spending no rod. Right. You definitely you definitely eating good. Yeah, we we yeah, we, we eat good, you know. And, and but I, I had to make I had to make life changing um moves though. You know, so there's 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 smaller portions. There's more incorporated with a lot more veggies. You know, you know the whole your plate looks like a rainbow. We're not talking about no Skittles type stuff, but incorporating more different type color veggies and and veggies, not yeah. and, and not frying stuff and, and, and you can even low key cut away from the carbs and just have your protein and your veggies type of joint going yeah. on as well. So so you know even for me I think it's all it's it's all about how you made changes for like a PT test. Mm-hmm. You knew what you had to do. You knew what what your unit standard was. You knew what your platoon standard was. You knew what you knew what you had to do. 
Right. Now that we know that we have to make these changes with food, because not only at the drop of a dime can water not be there, right? Veggies can't be there, and it's it's uh the only thing that really didn't shut down during the pandemic was fast food. That part, that part, bro, that part. So and yeah, we we gotta we gotta subtract stuff, and it just it they gonna force you to go there. Or you're gonna force yourself to change, right? And you know, luckily for me, I was able to catch it in time before it got a little too too hot and heavy. So, um, tell them where they can find you as far as your double time fitness, and you know, as far as what people want to get on on board with the brand, because you selling clothes, you got t-shirts, yeah. you got all kinds of good stuff out there, which I need to cop a couple of things from you. So I'm definitely gonna uh, support that. And well, I got I got uh, hoodies right now. Um, it's it's really been it's really been get a little good. too warm. You down there in, in Tampa, and I'm out here in Vegas. It's, it's about to start getting a little warm. But it's, <laughs> they, they, they saying this 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 global warming thing coming down, so you might just you know you I, never know. I'm a cop one. I'm definitely gonna cop one from the, from from my winter line already getting lined up. But yeah, but you know you got the clothes yeah, got, line. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got the hoodies. I got three colors in that. It's more like a. Um, the old, not the not the gray army uh, PT uniform, but the ones right before that one. Okay, like the old gray ones that had the little joints. letters across. You hear the marshmallows? Yeah, it's, okay. it has it has those type of feel to it. It's, it's the the brand you can wash and it doesn't um uh, keep that stink smell to you. Okay, I'm coming back out with some t-shirts. Uh, YouTube Double Time Fitness. Uh, I got a couple of videos with uh, CT Fletcher. He was a army vet. I met him a couple of times. Did a, a bunch of push-ups and stuff with him. Um, also, Instagram, Facebook, Double Time Fitness, and yeah, that's I got it on all that. Hey, check it out. Check this man out. This man is out there in Tampa doing big things. Like I'm, I mean, this dude's family. So I, I you know, I, I had I was I was thinking last week. I was like, bro, I need to get this. He had been hitting me up like, I want to get on the show. I want to get on the show. And it just spurred the yeah. moment. I was like, all right, man, let me put this man on the show. But I, I didn't want you just on the show just to chop it up about sports, which we about to do right now. But I wanted you to get your, you know, get your stuff going. And you are definitely doing big things, bro. So, like I said, I, I'm glad you're here. And I'm glad I was able to plug your, uh, your, your, your entrepreneurship, your brand and whatnot. Because, you know, one thing that's, that's dope about veterans and, and things like that is, you know, a lot of people, you know, there's a stigma of all these different type of ailments and, 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 and they put labels on the fellow veterans like myself and Sergeant Davis is that, you know, some of the smartest people have, been, have served in the military. It don't matter what branch you have, but, you know, there's a lot of different people who have different ideas and different things that they've been able to accomplish outside of their career. So uh, Sergeant Davis is another example, you know, just because they didn't take the, the, the traditional route as soon as you graduate high school, you go to college and do all those other great things that this nation has been able to provide for us. But, you know, there's there's other uniquely just as smart people that chose a different path in life. And, and I think this brother right here is doing an amazing job with what he does. Like I said, this man's up every day at 430 just on GP. Now got to instilled in him. You know, that's the type of training that that was instilled in, in Sergeant Davis to get up every day at 430. And, and he's in, he was able to incorporate something from the military that something that he truly loved. And now I look at him and he's got his own brand. So, I mean, shout out to you, bro. Heck of happy for you. And just keep doing your thing, bro. Don't stop. Oh, yeah, I won't. And a small story with that. I'm in school. Um, 
because you know uh serving that long i can go to school 100 mm-hmm. percent disability um i'm working on my second associates in human health and um exercise and i'm doing my externship right now it's like my okay. first month and i'm doing that uh yo murphy performance and the heisman trophy winner is in there and i'm able to stretch them out and it's a whole bunch of college guys that's going towards the combine. yeah Okay. Okay. I'm right there with them, and it's a it's a bunch of guys that I'm in there with, and they're looking up, and I'm able to tell them my story, and they're like, "Damn, what's up? damn coaches?" It's different avenues to approach it, and we have to be able to show that I can be right here next to you, but I just did I just took a different route, and they're looking at me like, "Damn, you should you should do more, you should be more," and we we have to show each other that. Right. So it's, it comes it comes full circle, man. Like I'm. Right. I'm going to school, and I'm. I've seen one of the Buccaneers' offensive linemen just won a Super Bowl in there, and I'm helping them stretch out and get ready for the season. And since we all, we we, I, I promise the listeners we're gonna talk sports. So switching oh, over, oh, it, oh, you oh, are. Oh yeah. We, we, you see how we did that? You see how we just oh, yeah. slid that in there? I like, I like that. So uh, we gonna slip into that gear real quick because it's still relatively new, and you're probably one of the only. Buccaneers fans I know like legitimately from day one you know what I'm saying like you was out here I remember going on a mission you had a uh, this was before wearing masks was like a cool thing to do we used to wear masks on mission just because yeah. <laughs> and this yeah. man had a Buccaneers mask on like he, he, he that real this we're talking about 2011 ladies and gentlemen so um Sergeant Davis man I know you from from the Tampa area St. Pete Tampa area as a native Tampa Bay uh, person um you know with them running that chip back you know, being the first team to host the Super Bowl, being the first team to win the Super Bowl in their own their home stadium, and with Tom Brady coming down there, like, how was that experience for you, man? Like, how, how did that game? You live in Tampa, so that was you got the trifecta. It's, it's it was such a beautiful, frustrating time. Okay, I'll I'll say that because I've been out of the military since 2016. Uh, mm-hmm. While I was in, I was able to come home, while, especially being stationed at uh, Fort Stewart. I was able to right, drive right, down right, right. and uh, attend a couple of games in my uniform. And, you know, and they mm-hmm. really, really loved the veterans. So right after coming down, um, I'm a season ticket holder. My mom's been a season ticket holder for a while. My granddad used to take me to games back in the day. So it's in my blood. Yeah, that's why I say you're the only Tampa Bay fan. You and you and one other cat I know, and he was in our company as well. So you know, and I'm talking I, I about two people. I'm talking about I had a Cadillac with the flags. Yeah, I, am, I forgot about that. I had I got the a interior. I got a box Chevy '86 yeah. Buccaneer interior, and they clown me from California to Georgia to Texas. But <laughs> it was frustrating because we sat in the heat for Jameis. And in yeah. the year that we can't attend because I want to be safe and I want my people to be safe, I can't attend, right. but y'all have the Super Bowl. So I didn't attend any of the games. I didn't go out for any of it, but just to know that, hey, everybody and their mama, hey, congratulations, congratulations. I don't want that. You already, I, I told you this last year was going to happen. But for the yeah. city, it was very, 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 very good on the, in these trying times, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, it was, I mean, the fact that you had pr- practically, I mean, 
what? You had probably a good solid four players that, that came in literally. Well, nah. It was Anamika Sue's first year with Tampa, if I'm not mistaken. No, second. It was second, second year. year. Okay, second year. So you had an AB come in, Antonio Brown come in midway through the Gronk. season. You had Gronk come in. He was literally in the WWE last year. Now this dude out here catching touchdown passes. You had Leonard Fournette, who lowest low keys, I forgot was even in the NFL because he played for Jacksonville. And then you brought Tom Brady in. And like, I mean, them four dudes was literally, you know, the difference maker in this in this past Super Bowl. So the fact that you had uh, a, a couple of key players that came in and just were able to just turn the tide. I mean, y'all went from like worst to first in a heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? So um, I, I, just I, I don't I don't I don't I don't want to let you uh, push me down that far. Cause we didn't go from worst to first. Jameis, the thirty for thirty, the weapons that Jameis had, we should have been in the in the playoffs last year and the year before that because we had Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson next to him Godwin. and um, Godwin, OJ Howard, and, um, OJ Howard. So we had in the defense with Devin White first first year was last year. So we. Yeah. I, we were young in defense last year, but I don't, I don't want to let you push us down. We were the NFC South is the best division in football. I want to say that on the podcast. It's the Ooh. hardest and best division in football. I stamped that, and it is what it is. You got Drew Brees. You got to deal with. You had Cam for a while. Maddie Ice and, and the, the 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 monster Julio. Quintarvis, I mean, you, got you, I mean, it, it can be, ugh. yeah, it, 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 it can be mm-hmm. a good division if everybody's playing it together. Like this year, I don't think it was a good division. Like basically between the Buccaneers and Saints, um, the Panthers did come out the blocks. They they started off straight. They was cool with Teddy Bridgewater. It, it was they it was a, I think they came out you know right around. They was playing five hundred ball until about week eight. Yeah. They, they they was cool. You know, McCaffrey got hurt. Um, they got a pretty good defense. Um, as far as the Falcons go, bro, I, 28 to 3. I mean, you can't really, you can't get them jokers any type of credit at this point, man. And I don't know. I mean, it's the Falcons. And, and they got, like you said, they got a whole bunch of talent. Because you're talking about Julio Jones. We ain't even talking about Calvin Ridley. Um, Calvin Ridley. Uh, we, you know, we haven't talked about their defense, which isn't that bad. And to win around, he, Rainy Morris took over the, the head coaching job. They're not that bad. They just, they just, uh, they they missing a couple of key players. I think they got a terrible secondary. Um, even though Trufant's there, um, I think they need a pass rush. You get a couple of pass rushes there, and maybe a nice little safety in the cornerback. I think they'll be all right. Um, I don't know. I can't I can't call it. But um, yeah, I just wanted to pick your brain. You know, it, it seems fitting that yeah. you're here on the show and you're from Tampa, so I, I wanted to, you know, hook you up with a little bit of you know PR. <laughs> so yeah, I appreciate it because we got clown for a while. Oh, for sure. Big Big they ain't talking. They ain't talking trash. Nah, you can't. I like. I like. You can't. That. You can't. And 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 that in the in the in the way it wasn't even like a close game. Like that game was borderline boring and in a sense of way that the game was. It was just a bad beatdown. You know what I'm saying? You know, it wasn't boring because it was. It wasn't any action. It was just boring because, bro. They. It was like Madden. Give up. Come up off some sticks. It's a 21, 21 game. Twenty one point burn. Yeah. Um, they had a lot going against them. They had a lot going against them, but hey, I, I get it. I get it how I live. And right, 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 right. Florida as a whole, Florida as right. a whole this year. Right, 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 right. 
Right. You had the right. Miami Heat. You had the Bucks. Right. Uh, the Lightning won, and the Raids were in the finals. Yeah, it was the World Series. It was so. Yeah, oh. it was. A, it was a good. It was a good time to be be from Florida. So we gonna switch into gears, man. Because one thing I did read off, I'm not. I don't know if anybody heard it, but my man Sergeant Davis is a proud father, and I think you got a couple of kids playing football, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so well, my, my my oldest was, but he um he he stopped, man. Okay. It hurt my heart. <laughs> okay. Um, but I, I wanted to kind of pick your brain because one thing I remember about you is you just always talking about your kids, man, and and you're you're a, 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 an amazing father. You do what you got to do. You make sure that the kids are taken care of, special place. I don't know if you saw this video that went viral. Like I, you know. Every morning you kind of go floating around social media and see what's popping and well, what's 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 going on. You know what I'm saying? So I, I started searching, mm-hmm. seeing seeing about this whole Cam Newton situation, and I was thinking, I was like, well, dang, I forgot about Cam Newton already. You know, when's the last time we talked about Cam? So I was looking, and apparently over the weekend, Cam Newton was at a football camp or something like that, and and, and this high school kid was just going in on Cam. Um, talking about he trash and he's this, he's that, and you know Cam kind of, kind of clapped back and, and you know and, and said his piece, but also kind of gave it into it as a teaching moment. And and I don't know, I don't know, you know these young Thundercats, they 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 cut from a different cloth than you and I cut, man. Like they a little more bolder than I, I would ever, I would have never went up to Cam when I was a child and been like, bro, you trash. Um, not to mention this dude's like six eight, two sixty, bro. That's a big boy. And the dude, that's a big boy. And, and the dude looked like he was half his size. So, I mean, as a like, first of all, I'm not going to tell another person how to raise their kids. But, I mean, if you're going up to somebody who's been to a formal, a former Heisman Trophy winner, a national champion, a former NFL MVP, a guy who made it to the Super Bowl, and, and you got the you got the nerve to, you know, get up in this man's face and call him trash, not to mention he didn't have a bad season for what 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 he was working with last season. Like he, the man didn't have nothing to work with, and for the first six games, like he 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 put that team on his back. Um, as a father, man, like how do you address something like that about you know addressing you know when they when they meet celebrities or you know you have a celebrity that 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 may have not had their best year, but just going up to somebody and just belittling them like that. I mean, what you think about? Well, as a man, I try to instill. And my boys, yes, sir, no, sir. Right. And yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. That'll get you indoors Quick. before a handshake will. Mm-hmm. And especially in these days and times where a lot of people don't even know your face. Right. Um, it really comes down to, I, and, and I hate to say it, I'm just military trained. It's like how, how you were as a private when it came to higher ranking to how once you got out how they are now how they walk up on seniors and they just just like they're nobody like they're just like not nobody but like they're just peers right i think kids now they think that they're equal just because we're in the same um vicinity with each other and it's not true it's like respect is earned it isn't given you regardless of how you feel of me today somebody in your family will start crying if I see them. Right. And you have to carry that. Like, you don't know what what people have done and for others and you, you, you demean somebody and that could be a bridge that you're burning because some people, and I told my oldest son, 
you can burn a bridge with somebody that, and then you might not be able to walk back but some people you can you can play that both sides some right. people that'll just turn them off and they'll turn you off for the rest of your life and it, it's it's a sad cold world and cold part about it i don't know this kid i don't even know the dude's name ain't no telling like mm-hmm. what kind of you know I, I don't know nor nor i nor do i really want to do all that type of homework honestly like it ain't, it, it ain't viral really- viral viral right. everybody is, is expecting a viral and that's what is i'm so glad that the phones wasn't as prevalent as they are now when, when we were serving we had it was cell phones, just it it, yeah it was just lowest the low key starting to be like a a, a it was like it was the dawn of the, the the digital age. Like I think you and I, when we were in, especially when we deployed to Iraq. I mean that deployment. I was, got pictures. Right, we got, I got pictures. more pictures. We got. We well, got I got videos. I got. We, vi- we got hey, if your fans really want to see you in action, I got some videos <laughs> of you getting smoked. <laughs> so we yeah let's let's not put that out there. Let's not see. That's what I'm saying. Like we we got videos, but it was the dawn. Like I think Lois the Lowkeys, you are probably one of the pioneers of doing things viral because it was on a it was on a microscopic type of level but you know we would we would take videos and kind of pass it around and be like look look at Compton getting smoked or look at this crazy thing. like you just had the camera rolling all times and you just didn't know what we was gonna find out we saw people get I just, slapped I just I just wanted <laughs> I just wanted us to have fun man right we were right. all we were all over there in a spot that didn't nobody want to be Right. Uh, and you know, you never know. Every day was a mystery. That so works. while I was around people, I just wanted us to smile. I just wanted us to have fun. I had lemon heads. I would never give nobody none. That and it pissed and I didn't give off. And I was the same way with Gobstoppers. <laughs> it, would, it would piss people off to where they would go get them. And like, man, I don't even like these here. And then give them to me. Right. You just, you just. But it's just that funny. It's people remember me people i had goals at the time it's just little stuff that i would try to do to break the monotony because it's a lot of people that's robots yeah yeah it's a lot of people that's yes 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 but we're all human we're all different walks of life so that part it it comes with a respect I, i i need you the same time that you need me so i want you to be able to be right um, relaxed and comfortable, and let's let's get home, like you said, with all ten toes. Right, and I think that in the way Cam handled it, I mean, I I think he handled it pretty fine. I mean, you know, what you want this man to do? <laughs> you want him yeah. to tee like swing on a, you know, it, it, either way you looked at it, if he just started roasting him, and it looked back like you out here roasting a high school kid, if he'd have teed off on him, which I mean, I've seen grown men fight kids where I come yeah. from, and, and yeah. You want to act grown, you're going to get some grown man beat down. You're like, going to get some grown, yeah. You're going to get some grown man hands. If you want to talk like a grown man, that's cool, but be be really ready to face the consequences. So Cam did the best he could, being the fact that the cameras was rolling. Um, but I just wanted to pick your brain on it and kind of see how you felt, you know, just see how, as a parent, you know, how, how, how and you know, you got, you got grown kids. So I know the cameras are always rolling. Um, with your kids and whatnot, yeah. and how those type of situations? How are you? You know, how are those being incorporated with today's day, today's um, student athletes? I should say it's it's hard because of the fact that this phone you can't take it away from them, even when they're doing wrong, right? Because right. they're so in because of the corona, and um, if things shut down, they have their own email. Email in high school, 
or middle school. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like they have right. an email, password, portal. So it's, it's becoming difficult, but at the same time, it's fun because now I get, hey, I'm not talking dad, little son, hey, you cute, hey, hey, I, I, I'll be back. Uh, I got to go deploy. Now it's, hey, man, hey, don't do this. Right. I'm gonna tell you about this. Don't hey, I can talk to you as a, you. You're talking as a a not as a grown man, but you're becoming a man. So I have to talk to you as such. Right. Because yeah. if, you, if if they don't get it from the fathers, they're not gonna get it. Yeah, well, there's that, or they gonna get they gonna get it. They just gonna get it from the wrong person at the right time, and yeah. it can get ugly, you know. And, and we don't we don't want that. So, uh, I kind of wanted to talk to you about that. Uh, what you want to talk about? What's what's out there on the sporting world that you want to talk about? I'm gonna give you one segment, man. What you want? What's what's out there that you want to talk about, man? Uh, just the Bucks. I'm just proud of proud of us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel it. I feel it. How you was with the Bucks was how I was with the Warriors. So I can't even be mad at that, man. I ask you this question, man. You as a Bucks fan, how did you feel initially when time when they let go of Jameis Winston and they brought Tom Brady in? I, I ask you that. I was cool with it. You was cool with because it. I seen I seen Peyton do it. That's true. That's real. I seen that Peyton do it, and it was it was um, Denver didn't hold no punches. The coach didn't hold no punches. Um, the my AFC team was the Patriots, but I'm a I'm right. a Florida I'm a Bucks Florida everything. If it's Bucks over everything, but when the Patriots was playing Atlanta, I was the only person in my brother's house wanting the Patriots to win, and mm-hmm. I still haven't been back to his house since because of that. <laughs> so it was just I wasn't I wasn't upset with it. I just I was cool. I I love James. But right, I, I'm, I'm sitting in the stands. I got a picture with you, bro. Like, come on, I, you're throwing right. the ball, a pick six at the end. I, I can't. We can't. So, so let me ask you this about Mister Thirty for Thirty, James Winston. Do you think, barring Drew Brees retiring, which all roads right now look like he might be retiring, um, I don't know what to take. I don't know. It looks like he's going to retire. And it sounds like what Sean Payton is talking about is more than likely he's going to get a crack at the starting quarterback position over, um, uh, what's my guy, number six, Taysom, Taysom Hill. Taysom. Yeah, Taysom Hill. Do you think with the with the tutelage, with uh, Sean Payton whispering in Jameis Winston's ear that he's curable? Like, you think that he can have a, he can he can resurrect his career? This is what I want. I mean, this what, go ahead. Go, you go ahead. No, I was going to say, because if I'm not mistaken, he's thrown for like 4,000 yards a couple of times in his career. Like, he got it. He, he got all the tools to be a great quarterback. It's not like he's booty or anything like that. Like, if you give me Jameis Winston over Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo, Carson Wentz, um, Drew Locke out of Denver, Daniel Jones in the Giants, mm-hmm. like, I think I would lowest low keys take Jameis Winston over. Jameis. You see that, bro? Can you hear me? You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I hear you now. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Jameis, what I what I think as a Buck fan, I think he should come on back home. 
come on back home. You got a year away. You don't seen us win with the tools that you had. Mm-hmm. You got the eyes right. You don't. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, you got. You went over there. You got two wins against us, but we got that third one against you. Come on home. Learn under Tom Brady. Yeah. Learn under Tom because Blaine Gabbert. Who? Come on. We don't. We don't need that. Right. Take a two-year deal, come back, learn with Tom Brady. It ain't like you not welcome back. You didn't do – we got Antonio Brown here. Right. Come on. Right, right. How many more so, years do you think Tom Brady got under his belt as a Bucks person? You think he got I, two? I know he got one I, for sure. I would, say, I would say one. I would say one. I mean, I want him to go out on top. Right. If you're going to do it, go out on top. It ain't the likelihood of us going against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. A slim and none. It ain't going to happen. Right. But just go out on top. I let the greats go out on top. Manning, uh, the Buzz. John Elway. Uh, Ray, John Elway, Ray Lewis. Right. I like I like that. I like to go out on top part. I don't like the, the Brett Favre. Right. Even though I love right. Brett Favre. It's just right. those last... Those last Hurrahs, he couldn't get there, so right. it just didn't feel right. Right, right, right. I feel it. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think the Bucks, if they can keep everybody, and I don't know what the salary cap looks like, but you know, I think Gronk. He already said he's coming back for one more year. I think they can get AB back. Um, I think at this point, AB just happy to do. I think AB just happy as hell to have a job. I don't, I don't even think he care about the money anymore. He just happy to be playing. At, at this point, is the rings. He's, right. His his numbers are better than Calvin Johnson. Right, and I forgot who I was talking to about that. And the, the question was, if you take all the ABs off the field antics away, is this dude a Hall of Famer? And my answer is, yeah. He might not be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but if you look at his numbers, like you said, they're better than Calvin Johnson. And Calvin Johnson... And he, and he got a ring. And, and he, he got, got a, a ring. ring. Right. And he's been to two Super Bowls, actually. Been to two Super Bowls, yep. So, so it's, it's, it's... And I was listening to... Um, I don't even want to... It's a um, Prime's uh, podcast... Um, and they were talking about how they the Hall of Fame isn't um, it's the Hall of Game now. Like it's not about the stats; it's about who I mean, you like, know. And right, right, right. Yeah, right. it's 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 very uh, political at that point. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna get in the first couple of tries just on GP, and then that, that's just how. Nah. I mean, if you think about it, Randy Moss and To didn't get in at their first cracks. I think just out of. No, Rand, Randy did. Randy did. T.O. T.O. It took a couple of tries for T.O. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, I, I think, think it was three. I think it was two or three, which he should have gotten in off the first one, just off rip. But I mean, you got cats like Drew Pearson <laughs> that's getting in the whole yeah, thing. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not even. I can't stand the cowgirls. Right, but man, man that was that was that's wild. You know, you got Drew Pearson getting in the Hall of Fame, which no shade. I mean, it is what it is, but. You know, I think it's going to take a couple of cracks for AB to get in. If he doesn't get in, then it's a crying shame. There needs to be something to be looked at. But is he a Hall of Famer on paper, on what he's done? Absolutely he is. Without a shot of a doubt he is. But we'll see. But uh, we're about to get ready to split, pop smoke, and dip on up out of here. But without further ado, we definitely got to the sports business big dummy of the day. Um, you got one? You got one? Yeah, I got one. Go ahead. I'm going to give you the flow, man. You guest in the house. So the guest always gets the guest. Well, as a man, as like we talked about man stuff, man, man business, I want to put myself as the dummy. I have, you met my lady the last time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, I put us in an uncompromising situation. Um, We've been together for two years. 
and I ain't talked to her in about two well shoot the day before Valentine's Ooh. okay so it's been a little rough 2021 okay. um men we have to own up to the shit okay um when when you start a relationship, you know the the macho man. You always want to have somebody on the side, or you just in case you did it. Breaking case, break glass in case of emergency. Cut that, yeah, cut cut that shit out, man. Huh. When you know, when you feel it, when you know, when when everything is clicking, and it's just one or two things that you know you want to uh uh-uh, cut the shit out because you you missed the one that uh supposed to be yours so I want to put myself there and I want to apologize to her and hopefully this will help me out I hope it do too because she, she's, a, she's a very 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 nice lady I better um, I hope it work out uh, dang I don't even know how to follow up on my big dummy today um, off yeah. of that <laughs> um, <laughs> um, God, man, that's a somber moment I mean you know but hey, you know hey, hey, when it, but it's it's this part of being it's this part of being a man you right that our grandfathers and our fathers didn't or wasn't able to give to us right that's true so it's it's a lot of stuff that women expect for us to know on how to and we don't know that's true we really don't we really don't and it's everybody wants to run instead of working the shit out or you know trying and da 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 so I feel it, and I probably say, yeah, I probably wouldn't say it. Probably wasn't until about a couple years ago I finally like figured life out. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I don't have all the answers to life yet, but I finally was like, you know, I think I got a good grip on what's going on. So yeah. I can attest to that. Um, I'm gonna try to lighten the well, dang, I can't even lighten the mood because <laughs> my big dummy of the day wasn't that much better. Um, it was actually pertaining to the Minnesota Minnesota Timberwolves going out on a limb and kind of doing a drug deal move on hiring a coach. Um, and let me make sure I got this dude's name right. Um, let's see. They are hiring the Toronto Minnesota Timberwolves just fired uh, their their head coach Ryan Saunders. Uh, I think last night Sunday going into Monday. Um, usually the NBA, the unwritten law usually is you get fired, they just get the next person on the bench um, and, and, and hire him as an interim coach and kind of let the season ride out. Or if the team is able to kind of get you know push you know get it together they kind of give that interim job into a a, a full-time position however in this case Tyrone Lou, like Tyrone yeah, Tyron Lou, yeah, Ty- yeah that's a good example um in this case they hired the Toronto Raptors assistant Chris Finch um as as their head coach like they they literally just went on a, went on and just hired somebody and so there's there's a there's there's well the Minnesota Timberwolves itself is just a dumpster fire. Um, they're just a, a terrible franchise. They just they can't get it together. They ain't been right since KG left for Boston. Honestly, um, you know they thought they had something with Carl Anthony Towns, and this dude's just been he ain't, he ain't played. He hasn't played a lot, and you know he's been dealing with a lot. Um, he's still with the coronavirus and whatnot. Uh, but however, this is just a perfect example on how. You know, we have so many great head coaches, head coach ready black coaches in the NBA. We got Nate McMillan, who's a great coach. You have the bench coach for the uh, the uh, Blazers. Um, you got John Lucas the third that can still coach. You got all these uh, David Fisdale, who, who's who's on there mm-hmm. at ESPN. You got all these different black coaches that don't get these opportunities. But you got a cat like Steve Nash, who was just basically. 
walking in the door, who was just basically a consultant for the Golden State Warriors for a couple of years, who just literally came in twice a week. He came in the building twice a week in the Warriors facility and kind of just showed his face and was just kind of chopping it up with KD. Like that that's basically what his job was. So it's just very, very disheartening that a league that is predominantly black, probably about 80%, full of African-American males that play um, basketball is still driven by, uh, uh, you know, they, 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 the head coaches can't get a fair shake. And low, low keys, like I'm looking at Becky Hammond, who's the right-hand person for the San Antonio Spurs. I'm ready for her to get a head coaching job. And I've always said basketball is one of those sports where, and, and Sergeant Davis, you don't play basketball. Basketball is one of those intergender sports where, like, you can you can play with females and males and still get a good competitive game. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you can you can. So the fact that Becky Hammond hasn't even gotten any head coach calls is kind of disturbing because I think she's a great person. You got Don Staley out there in South Carolina who keeps her culture, but also. I think the NBA needs to look at their, I wouldn't say that they need to come with a Rooney rule because we can see in the NFL that's not really working, but there needs to be some type of quota or some type of status pro quo or some type of policy put in where we got to get a lot of these excellent minority coach, head coaches and, and give them opportunities. You know, don't give them the, the sorriest job like that one, um, uh, 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 Silas, uh, the, the kid, the, the Silas cat coach for the Rockets, who came into a uh, uh, came into a nightmare situation with James Harden and all that other stuff, and he out here trying to this is his first ever coaching job, and you got to sit there and deal with all of that. You got to give him some fair opportunities, man. And I, I definitely want to see the NBA, who's a, a forward thinking league, try to figure that part out because you know you got a lot of drug deal moves that be going on, and everybody just kind of scratching their heads. But at the end of the day, it's also the Timberwolves, so I don't know what this what this Chris Finch dude is going to do, but we'll see. But um, that's but it's all like I got. That. It's, Go it's like that with the NFL too, because you got yeah. the black head coach in um Houston, Texas, the Houston. Yeah, he yeah, he he gonna be catching L's. Like he probably yeah. will be there for about two years, barring how this Deshaun Watson trade gonna go. He he probably only gonna be there for about two years. They don't have any first round draft picks. It's gonna be mm-hmm. really really it's, bad it's, for them. And it's it's like that with you know, harking back on my bucks. Um, our offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator are black. And they're not able Byron to Leverage, get a job yeah. because they're they are they're already filled. Uh, Eric Bieniemy with the um, Kansas City Kansas Chiefs, City Chiefs he, yeah, he was in the Super Bowl for the last two years. He still yeah. doesn't have a, a head coaching job. I mean, it's right. the the rules aren't made for us. Right. At the end right. of the day, we we can we can try we can we can put Jay Z ahead of music, all the soundtrack the music, the, right, right. But I mean. It's really about making the people in the inside make the changes. That we can we can harken back as much, but my right. dollar is insignificant. You know, right. at the end of the day, it's entertainment. Absolutely, and, um, absolutely, and, and entertainment sales, man. It's I, I just think it's 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 messed up on a whole. But you right. see it, we see it in the military too. We yep. see people that deserve a position or deserve, and they don't get it one way or the other. And it yeah. depends on that leader how you know you take it grain of salt, you right. make it better for the next your next people coming underneath you, so they don't have to feel that. And like you that said, part. I smile because of your podcast. Cause I remember all the conversations we had on, especially that uh, that one rollout mission where you um, scared somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we not. <laughs> <laughs> we not. Yeah, we not. <laughs> 
Yeah, there was that's, a another, that's another that's another podcast. We're talking yeah, it's about. definitely another podcast. But tell them where they can find you at, man. Where, where's your double time fitness at? Tell yeah. them your YouTube. Tell them where they, they want to get a hold of you. Tell them where they yeah, can you, find you at, man. YouTube, double time fitness, Instagram, double time fitness, uh, hashtag DTF. We do Flex Fridays. Instagram, I try to give you uh, my meal preps, my uh, workouts, my motivational quotes. In the morning, I have my gym uh, tip of the day, just what whatever's on my mind. or Let it marinate. G- let it marinate. I got to bring that to the thing, too. Um, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. Is this, man, this is cool. Yeah. I didn't think I'm, this is cool. Um, but, yeah, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube. And I want to give a shout-out before we get out to my boy, DB, our battle buddy that was... Um, Oh Lord, yes. He, he was over. If if PTSD was a person, DB would be that person for me. Yes, and he's Lord. incarcerated right now. Pray that he's still alive for for the actions that happened. But uh, pray for him. I was able to talk to him Valentine's the day before Valentine's Day with mm. my girl, and we smiled and we had a laugh while he was in prison. So I want to say. Shout out to DB. Keep your head up. Shout out to Letitia. Uh, I pray for you, baby. Thank you. Uh, Please forgive me. And we can do this. Appreciate you, comp, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Once again, my name is Eric Compton, a.k.a. Mr. Town Business. You can find me on the gram at Money Compton. You can also find this show. I'm actually creating an IG page for this show. So that's going to be up and running probably by the end of this week. So I'll share that. I'll and you can it. also find me on the Twitter verse at Eric T. Compton. Other than that, we about to boogie on out. We got things to do. I'm pretty sure Sergeant Davis is about to eat some steel again. So until then, I appreciate you coming on. Outside of that, we out. <laughs>